So what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Tech Supreme, back after a week off with another episode of Rent Free with Tech Supreme. And I like this setup a lot better. For one, it gives me a chance to focus on the camera. And for two, I I always like dedicated backgrounds when it comes to YouTube videos. When it comes to YouTube videos, sorry, my mic felt like it was a little bit hot. I can see uh, the Pro Tools over here. And I just like deliberate setup. So I think this is going to work out a little bit well for me. I definitely like it. Now I'm too low. You got it. When you're recording, you got to find that good sweet spot. So the audio might be all over the place, but it is what it is. Welcome back. Sorry I took a week off. I um, went through a lot of lifestyle changes, which is the first topic of today lifestyle changes. Uh, over the course of, I don't know, uh, the last uh, couple, three or four weeks, my wife had has done a really big, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, my wife did a really big lifestyle change. She gave up alcohol, um, which is awesome. And I was still drinking. Um, I was trying to relegate it to only the weekends, but I still, uh, you know, allow myself a drink Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. Um, and then I, I realized that she was doing the right thing. And she was being way more smarter with her health than I was. And I've always been... Ever since I turned 30, I always was caring about my health and making sure I worked out. But my diet, after I went through a massive weight loss um, years ago, I kind of got like burnt out on the concept of it. And uh, so it wasn't really sustainable for me. Uh, unfortunately, there's only one way that I can lose weight, and that is if I am being conscious of what I put into my body every single day. So I made a couple lifestyle changes, uh, just inspired by my wife, uh, in which I gave up alcohol, and today I'm on day seven of that. And I also gave up Coke Zeros, which is something that I've always drank because it was zero calorie, but honestly, it was wrecking my my body uh, in ways that you really that really you can't you won't you really wouldn't know um, unless you're like really paying attention uh, to to your your body and the way your body should be working. Um, so I gave that up as well. And then with that, I decided that I was going to go ahead on and do calorie-restricted diet um, and kind of fall in love with the process again. And since then, I've lost about six pounds in a, in a week, which is a little bit high. Uh, but I've also been working out every single day, which I've always done. Um, biking, lifting weights in, the, in my garage gym and all these other things. So um, it's a good change. And I'm looking forward to the progress that I can create again and losing a, a ton of weight. I probably need to lose a lot more weight than I'm comfortable telling you guys. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the process and also to getting back to where I, I feel comfortable. Um, so I'm super excited about this lifestyle change. Shout out to my wife for being the inspiration behind this. And I'm just super excited. I've kind of fallen in love with cooking again, being creative, finding ways to make food enjoyable. That's low calorie and healthy, but like still really good. Um, and, um, we also, a few weeks ago, we just, we, we started doing this thing where we would on Sundays plan out the, the week as how, as far as like what I'm going to cook and when we're not, when I'm not going to cook. And that was already great, even without the calorie restriction and all that stuff. But now that we're doing it, I can really focus on it. I can map out my meal for the day in the morning. Like I know exactly how many calories I'm going to get at dinner because we've already planned it out. It's, it's absolutely nice. I suggest everyone take a, a little bit more accountability to their health because you only get one life. You don't know how long that life is going to be, and you don't want to do something where 
you jeopardize your time on this earth because of what you're simply eating. The standard American diet is really bad. And um, if you don't have a good, strong idea of what 2,000 calories is, it's very easy to continuously gain weight over long periods of time. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. And I will keep everyone posted on the the happenings with my weight loss journey this time around. Um, and yeah, and, and the benefits of it all. Uh, it's super exciting. Uh, moving on with unfortunate news, we said goodbye last week to Michael K. Williams. Uh, Michael K. Williams is an amazing actor from New York. He got his rise to fame being Omar and The Wire, which is a show that I've watched numerous times. I know it's like five seasons, five or six seasons, and I've watched it numerous times. Very one of the one of my favorite characters. A lot of the reason why I liked his character so much because in the time that it came out. Hip-hop was super homophobic, which it still is to a large degree, hence the whole, all the boozy talk. But uh, with Michael K. Williams, he played a homosexual gangster. And it really, I think for the, the people who enjoyed the show, it, it, it may have even opened up a little some eyes uh, to people about like, hey, like we love this character. He's awesome. Maybe, you know, my homophobia is misplaced. Maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, if that, it had to work for somebody, right? Um, but he was a pioneer. And um, the, he was a, a trained thespian, amazing actor. He was in a bar one night and got into a bar fight and someone broke a glass and slashed his face, which is how he got his trademark scar in his face. Um, but he rose past being typecast into like an Omar-type gangster. Like he went on, on Community, which is one of my favorite shows. He was a teacher and he was a, a super intellectual teacher. Like he was, he's done video games. He's done so much amazing works. Every time I see him on 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 TV or on a movie, I, I've always light up. Um, his Lovecraft Country was up for an Emmy. His performance there, he was just an amazing actor. Unfortunately, he battled addiction, uh, which it seems like that addiction got the best of him. Which kind of goes back to the lifestyle changes. You know, like you don't want to put anything in your body that's going to potentially kill you. Now I know it's easier said than done, and people are always uh, the argument of you. Uh, you know, addiction, you like it's not a disease, but 100% addiction is a disease because, like diabetes, you can catch diabetes by eating wrong, right? And you can catch addiction by ingesting drugs. It's as simple as that. So, you there are like there are choices. People say, like, you, you, you can't choose a disease, but there are choices that you make that will give you a disease. If I have, I mean, if someone has unprotected sex, they can get a sexually transmitted disease. Simple as that. So, yeah, 100%. He was battling that disease. And um, I know um, there's, a, there's a YouTuber who was, uh, got really famous really quickly off of pets. And um, she ended up getting like 2 million like followers the first year of her YouTube channel. And she met this rock star from L.A. who was super famous. And he got her hooked on drugs. And that's a battle that she battles to this day. And, it, and you know, it's rough. So if you know anyone with addiction or you have addiction, just understand you're not alone. And get help as much as soon as you can. By you know, And also, if you're like the loved one of someone with addiction, help them. Friend or family member or acquaintance, reach out. You know, like, because everyone needs help in his life. And... Uh, Michael K. Williams, rest in peace, rest his soul. He will be missed. Um, and but you know, you know, we as as a, as a society, we gotta do better with the people around us. Even when it comes to like drinking too much, right? Like I've I've never considered myself a drinker, an alcoholic drinker, right? Like I always was able to. Oh, I don't want to drink right now. I'll, I'll take a week or two or a month off or this and that. I've never felt addicted to it. But you never know. It's a very thin line between 
habitual habit and and over drinking you know i'm sure there's a lot of people i live in an area that has a lot of bars i'm sure there's a lot of people that i interact with who may be alcoholics they may be functioning alcoholics you know so old nice and smooth lyric too much of anything can make you an addict i was definitely addicted to coke zeros and i'm glad i'm off of that and like i'm not trying to trivialize it by saying coke zeros is an addictive substance but like our choices we make you know like repeatedly become habits and you really have to watch your habits because they can kill you uh so shout out to um to michael k williams you know he was he was an awesome actor and it's it sucks definitely sucks um moving on to something a little bit more dumb uh jay-z there's so there's this on my facebook and on twitter there was this debate going on the last couple weeks um if would you like one of those ultimatum memes would you take uh a dinner with jay-z or five hundred thousand dollars and a lot of people were saying that they'd take the dinner with Jay-Z. The only problem that I have with that is it's completely illogical and it's dumb as fuck. There is literally no way Jay-Z is going to talk you into $500,000. Um, he'll probably enjoy, you'll probably enjoy the dinner with him. You'll probably have a great time. A lot of, lot of, lot of stories you can, you can tell after having dinner with Jay-Z. Um, but he's going to probably say, like, you dumbass should have took the $500,000. There's people, Jay-Z eats three times a day. Every person he eats dinner or lunch food with, he doesn't become rich. There's literally, I, I really don't even know how to talk about this for a couple of minutes because it's people defend it so hard too. Like the knowledge you get, nothing. You're not going to get anything. I know. I got I got a, a homie who claims to have had dinner with Jay Z and Beyonce, which I I don't doubt. He's a mover a shaker, and he said I you know I definitely didn't get anything out of that. I've ate dinner with people who are famous nothing that came from that like it's not people don't people aren't built like that right like people who are successful sure they're great people and there may be they may say some inspiring shit i had uh when i was working for shrewd uh this company this marketing company um i hung out with the the owner of it all the time and he drove a bmw truck he lived on lakeshore drive um he was funding the entire st louis company so you know he's a millionaire and we we broke bread, we hung out. He said some inspirational shit about hustling, grinding, but like it wasn't like five five hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not how conversations work. Like he's not gonna sit there over fucking <laughs> Rubens and break down a plan for you to get rich. Like that's not how how the world works. So I feel like it's fantasy. A lot of people have like this fantasy, like, and I'm so cool and I'm so amazing at navigating a room that I can convince Jay Z to give me jewels not gonna work like that it's literally not gonna happen you'd be so dumb to pass up five hundred thousand dollars honestly if you were smart you would even pay try to see if you can pay jay-z some money to have lunch after you got the five hundred thousand dollars and then maybe get some jewels but obviously more than likely you just wasted whatever money you spent on that out of the five hundred thousand dollars take the five hundred thousand dollars dummy that's as simple as that so simple I don't understand the debate at all. And let me know what you think about it. If you would rather take the dinner with Jay-Z or $500,000. Absolutely insane. Um, yeah, moving on. In Illinois, at a Hibbert Sports, there was this really funny uh, video. I'm only going to talk about it briefly because there's not really too much to talk about. But basically, the, uh, the, they were stealing from a Hibbert Sports the whole rack. And the girl was running up to the car and the car had the door locked <laughs> and the cops were already outside and the cops had the door locked. I'll play the video, uh, on, on somehow I'll, I'll add it to post. And, um, 
So she's we're trying the door, and then the car pulls off completely, and she just drops the rack and starts like cussing in the air and walking, and then starts running, and then the cop runs, and she 100% gets arrested. It was a really funny video, even though it's sad because the thieves are sad to me. They're like one of the lowest forms of humans is a thief. Uh, but it was just really funny to see that whole plan just get shit on. And um, she obviously got arrested. The good thing, the funny thing is, uh, from a legal standpoint, uh, the person who drove can actually get off, get away from the crime uh, by simply saying, I didn't know that they went in there stealing. And when I saw that, I locked the doors and drove off. So they can, they're not going to, they can easily get out of this crime, which I think is genius on their part. Cause that's 100% what any lawyer would tell you to do is just like, yo, I, I, I was with her. I didn't know she was going in there to steal. When I realized she was, I got the fuck up out of there so you could get her. I didn't want no parts of that. And I guarantee you they would see absolutely no jail time. So it's actually, their move is actually genius, if you ask me. Now, obviously, common sense tells you that a thief rolls with thieves. Like, they knew that they were doing that. And for whatever reason, that person was like, fuck this. You know, or honestly, it could be that they didn't know they were doing that. That could be a a complete possibility. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. It's it's it didn't happen too far from where I live, so I'm going to kind of keep an eye on the story. I'm sure local news will cover it if anything develops. And yeah, so stay tuned for that. That's fucking hilarious to me. If you haven't seen the video again, I'm going to try to post it on here, but at least have it playing while I'm talking. But super hilarious. Uh, Now, this last this next topic is something that I had a theory on most of my life. Um, And the reason why I want to talk about it is because uh, I tweeted it the other day, and it was something that, like, I always... If you know me, you know I say this, even though I haven't really talked about this theory in a while, so maybe you, you haven't heard this, but running late. The topic of running late. If you... I'm gonna start this... I'm gonna start the conversation with this. If you run late, it's because you wanted to. Now... People are already going to be like, nah, no, like there's, there's extenuating circumstances. I believe, now it's, keep in mind, I don't have children, but I believe 100% that if you run late at any point is because you plan to run late, you prioritized whatever it was to run late, and that's just what it is. It's a power trip, which is a whole different topic on it, but it kind of is. Um, you never have to run late if you don't want to. What does that mean, right? You can prep, you can leave early, you can do things to adjust. If you know you you, you have to get your kid ready, you get kid ready early. Um, but 100%, there's no way that anyone can dissuade me from this, that running late is a complete choice. Uh, there's so much time in the day that, like, it takes extenuating circumstances to generally run late. Now, the reason I say this, I had a client say for a meeting was running late, and they told me traffic, which obviously not true because i live in a city that doesn't have crazy traffic especially the time that they said traffic is crazy uh i know the roads i know the highways but at any rate they could have been running late but it was on purpose it was they didn't prioritize their time and i know that's i know people like no man fuck that it's true think about every time that you've been late and what you could have done to avoid it you could have easily avoided it you chose not to Simple as that. If I know I got to be somewhere at a certain time, if I truly need to be there at a certain time, I'm going to be there. 
there was a, I know this is sounds super trivial, but there was a Funko drop for a Notorious B.I.G. pop, which is sitting over there, and it was a 5,000 limited edition pop, and I had to have it, right? Because I have all the fun, the Biggie Funko pops up here, except for one that cost like $2,000, which I'm never going to get. Um, but they had a limited edition drop, uh, two, per, two or three per store, something really small like that, and I needed to be there when the store opened. I was there when the store opened because I prioritized it. Uh, now, yesterday was a follow-up eye doctor appointment, and the last time I went, I um, I had to wait when I got there. So th- this time, I showed up a couple minutes later than I normally would have because I didn't prioritize going there on time because they didn't prioritize me r- arriving on time. It was all a choice. It was 100% a choice. And that's the point is, if you want to avoid being late, you can avoid it. Simple as that. Nearly every single time. Some people, you know, maybe they have meetings back to back to back and that makes them late. That's that's sure. That's a possibility. But for the most part, late is a choice. If you if you like I remember back in my 20s, if the club was letting you in free before 10, motherfuckers was on time to get in that bitch because they wasn't trying to pay that $10 to get enough for 10. It is what it is. Um Moving on, I, I'm big on TikTok. Um, I'm not big on TikTok. I'm growing on TikTok, uh, but I'm on TikTok a lot. I like TikTok. And I came across a monk at a, at a Walmart or something, and he was holding a controller in his hand, and he was uh, talking about gaming as meditation, as a form of meditation. And the way he spoke about it really made my gears turning about, how, um, about what he was saying. He was saying basically that uh, when you game, you're not worried about worried about things in the past. You're not really worried about things in the present, and you're not really worried about the future. You're relaxing. Your mind is focused on something, on accomplishing a goal, on uh, uh, doing something in the game. Your mind is focused, and that is a form of meditation. And I thought that was super dope. Not really something I could really talk about in depth, but I kind of it makes me understand people who game a lot now. You know, like I I don't really feel like I game a lot. I do my streams in the morning on Twitch, uh, which I'm thinking about switching to YouTube or Facebook gaming because I'm not really growing on Twitch at all. Um, which is a combination of me not pushing video game content as much, but at any rate, so I really only game in the morning, uh, some evenings and some weekends. Uh, but I know people who game every single night. And I, I 100% think it's an escape, which is awesome. It's a very healthy escape. You know, like back to that lifestyle change, your escape could be liquor. You know, your escape could be drugs. Not Weed does not count because weed is not a drug. But, you know, it could be anything, that any vice. Um, but gaming is a very healthy one to me. Um, so, like, and I think everyone needs to meditate. I think everyone, no matter the age, needs to have time in their day to, A, decompress, uh, to realign yourself to not focus on the troubles, the stress, the pains, the, the you know, everything. And kind of just like, not really numb yourself, but just kind of get to a place of zen. You know what I mean? Just for a little bit every day. If that means sitting in your room and turning lights off and just vibing, you know, that's a, that's a thing, you know? And some, some people, hey, that's your phone, right? You get on your phone at nighttime and you vibe out. That's fine too. You know, as long as you're not focused on being stressed or, or having anxiety and you're using your time to kind of just just center yourself. And I think gaming is a great way to do that. I think a lot of people um, may have like a negative connotation to gaming, but I think that is as a form of meditation changed the kind of way I view gaming lately. Yeah. So that's my spiel on gaming is meditation. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, moving on. Second to last topic, why is Reddit the greatest? Now, the reason why I say Reddit the greatest is I didn't really understand Reddit. 
Um, my friends have been on it and telling me to get on it. And I see, you know, we all know what Reddit is, but I never really dove into it. But it's kind of like the Internet. The Reddit is like the Internet. Like if it's on the Internet, it finds its way to Reddit. It could sometimes first. Um, great place to get news, um, popular videos. I actually saw um, on a Reddit group called Idiots in, in Cars where this uh, this lady drove off the highway and slapped into a building, and, and unfortunately she passed away. I had no idea it was like five exits up the highway from me until the news hit it, you know what I'm saying? But I saw it the night before because it was on Reddit. Reddit so Reddit is an extremely fast way to get news, information, and like talk to like-minded individuals you can like if hey, you have questions on how to do certain things there's photography reddit subreddits there's there's reddit for subreddit for almost anything um and i find it extremely useful tool in my everyday um now the reason what made me think about this was a subreddit that i saw called the herman kane award uh herman kane was obviously a, a anti-vasker anti-masker politician who passed away so this is basically a subreddit that posts people's anti-mask, anti-vax posts from social media and then how they died, which is COVID. So it's pretty dark for sure, but it's just so ironic. Uh, and again, this goes back to the lifestyle change. Like they're making choices that affect their life in a negative way, right? Like they're being anti-mask and anti-vax, um, anti-vax and anti-mask. And it's creating this uh, situation in which they lose their lives. Um, so if you get a chance, it's a really interesting uh, subreddit called Herman Cain Award. Check it out. It is dark and it is fucked up. And we're not laughing at the people who lost their lives because that's the worst thing that can happen. Um, so rest in peace to all the people, even though they, they died in a foolish manner in, in a way that was avoidable. But, you know, like it's, just, it's very interesting to to, to see that. Um, and I, there's a post, a story that I saw on uh, the New York Post uh, that said uh, this four-year-old passed away a couple days ago because the mother who was anti-mask and anti-vax did uh got covid gave it to her daughter the daughter died in hours it's terrifying and obviously the daughter is too young at four to have a vaccine but the parent isn't so absolutely avoidable very unfortunate but again reddit is very interesting you can see a lot on it a lot of a lot of positive a lot of negative too so be careful um, but if you haven't been on Reddit, I just suggest hopping on Reddit. And the last post of the episode 12, the last topic is going to be about Texas. Texas is the new Florida. It's unavoidable. I honestly think they should change. They should change Texas to new Florida. Right. Because uh, Florida as in itself is fucked up enough. They do dumb shit all the time. Um, but now that Texas is kind of being ass backwards, then they definitely deserve to, you know, get mentioned in that sentence. Uh, the reason why I have a problem with Texas is because a couple, maybe a week or two ago, they they introduced 666 new laws, which I'm not a religious type, but that's already like kind of crazy, right? That that number is the the mark of the beast. But um, they the, the abortion law, man, and like that shit's super whack. Basically, it's illegal to get an abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, which um, you know I've. I've never had to deal with like pregnancy like that, so I don't really know. But I know enough to know that six weeks is completely undetectable. You could be out here a while and and not know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw pictures of uh, this Instagram lady who 
you know, she she had a baby recently and got um, she's married, got a baby, and uh, she showed her pregnancy pictures because she's an Instagram model, I guess. Uh, so she always is taking pictures, and she showed like six weeks, like four, five, six, seven weeks, and eight weeks of pregnancy, and you couldn't tell at all. Even at eight weeks, you couldn't tell. Uh, so this is definitely um, a fucked up law, very predatory. Um, the governor, I believe, said something real stupid like. If someone gets raped, we're, we're, we're going to focus on getting rid of rapists. But obviously that hasn't worked in the history of history. It's just really stupid. It puts all the burden on all the punishment on the woman. Even if you like if you're Uber driver and you drive a woman to get a pregnancy after getting an abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, you can be uh, liable for $10,000 uh, to the state. It's just really fucked up. And I don't understand how the United States of America, like we can have like such a um disparage uh, that's the wrong word uh, just a, such a distancing of logic from state to state and controlling women and this is this is all bad uh so i'm definitely giving texas the side eye uh here on out until a change is made and i hope that other st- states don't follow suit with this foolishness um and that's that on that so this episode seems a little bit darker near the end but it is what it is you i missed a week and there's so much to catch up on i won't be missing any more weeks in the future i really like this new setup i really like how it looks i've been uh, i have it even pulled up here which you can't see just so i can make sure that it, it looks good um but i you know i like it a lot so we're going to try to add some lights to this side. Did I get it right? Or this side? This side. We're going to add some lights, make something cool on this side. Um, just, you know, I like designing the set to make it, you know, very specific to me. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the direction of it. This last YouTube video was the most views I've gotten under Rent Free. So thank you everyone who has checked it out on YouTube. Also, if you like it on YouTube, hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. Um, also, if you see this on TikTok, hit the follow button. I do this every week, sans last week. And uh, this is just, yeah, just me rambling for 25, 30 minutes. And that's the episode. So, again, thank you for checking it out. I will see you guys on the next episode. Episode 13 will be dropping next week. This one will drop today. And peace and love. Till next time. Let's see your head rent free.